I give my all to you forever. Oh, my worship. Oh, my praise. I give my all. I give my all, all my worship. And all my worship, all my praise, I give my all. I give my all, all my worship, and all my worship, all my praise, I give my all. I give my all in the secret place, in the secret place of the most high. It's where I abide. It's where I abide. And more and more I long to be by your side. That's where I hide. That's where I hide. I desire you in all I do. My soul thirsts for you. I give my all to you forever. Oh, my worship. Oh, my praise. I give my all. I give my all. Oh, my worship. Oh, my praise, I give my all, I give my all, you're all I want, you're all I ever needed. And you're all I want. Help me know you are near. You're all I want. You're all I ever need. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. You're all I want. And you're all I've ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near all my worship. All my worship, all my praise, I give my all. I give my all, all my worship, all my praise. I give my all, I give my all. One more time, all my worship, all my worship, all my praise. I give my all, I give my all. Can we sing the verse to this one more time? 
In the secret place of the Most High, that's where I abide. That's where I abide. I want to be close. And more and more I long to be by your side. That's where I hide. That's where I hide in the secret place. In the secret place of the Most High. That's where I abide. That's where I abide. More and more I long to be by your side. That's where I hide. That's where I hide. I desire you in all I do. My soul thirsts for you. I give my all to you forever, oh my worship, oh my praise, I give my all, I give my all, oh my worship. Oh, my praise, I give my all, I give my all. Hallelujah, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, hallelujah, you are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yarashi ororobo koyeteye. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Idalamando re arashi erelebekia. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are great and greatly to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. How wonderful it is to call on the name of the Lord together, to lift him up together. Amen. Praise God. I was I was marked by the privilege of worship here tonight. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the privilege of worship? Amen. You could be seated tonight if you would like to. It's wonderful to be here with you. Thank you for being here. I believe the Lord has something to say to us tonight, and uh, I'm so thankful for His goodness, amen. I'd like us to pray together right there where you're sitting. I'd like to bring a couple of things to you. Um, Many of you saw the request online or on WhatsApp, but I'd like us to agree together for Sister Skye's mom, Uh, the Lord... uh, I believe is at work there, and uh, I, I lose track of days. I'm sorry. The week gets going, and I don't remember what day it is. I know today's Thursday because we're here. Was it Tuesday morning, Sister Sky? two days ago? Yeah, okay. See, she loses track, too. She has a better excuse. She has a bigger excuse than I. She's probably been sleep-deprived a little bit, but uh, Sister Sky's mom uh, some of you may know, or she's been in the hospital, and early Tuesday morning, they did not necessarily expect her to make it, um, but a few more hours. Uh, her organs were shutting down, and uh, so I 
was able to go by the hospital, and Sister Sky was there with her mom and her grandmother. Man, I didn't count them all, but I'm not exaggerating. I think there were 12 to 16 tubes going into her body between her two arms and her face, and they were. she had blood going in. She had all these different IV drips going in. I don't know what all. There was a bunch of stuff going into her arms and her body and into her mouth to keep her breathing and just... And uh, the report was grim. It was grim. Uh, but Sister Sky and I just prayed in faith. Amen? We prayed in faith. And uh, she's not home free yet. But what they said would happen that day didn't happen. And uh, And they were talking about by the next morning, maybe trying to begin weaning her off the oxygen she was on to see what would happen. We believe God has stepped in. We believe God has stepped in. And so we're praying in faith. And so I'd like us to agree together right now for what the Lord is doing there. He holds time in his hands. Her name is Pearl Marie. I'd like us to pray for Pearl right now. Could we do that? Maybe a couple of ladies or so could gather with Sister Sky and agree with her in prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, in your name, we come to you who cannot fail. We come to you who is just and righteous and holy. You are our healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You do not change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is in your very nature to heal. And by your word and by your stripes, we are healed. We pray together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, a continued work in Pearl's body, that there would be an open door of witness and that you would be glorified through this work. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus in your name. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And uh, I'd also like us to, just a couple of more before we go into the Word, I'd also like us to pray right now or for uh, Brother Joel Garcia. He specifically reached out and asked that we would pray for him. Uh, many of you are aware, you've witnessed the last couple of weeks, his knee has just, he woke up. One morning, he said, man, you know you're getting old when you go to bed fine and you wake up and stuff's really hurting. And uh, so his, his knee just, they don't know what's going on. They went in and did x-rays. There's no breaks. There's no, and he can't seem to get scheduled to get an MRI. He's been trying for the last two and a half weeks. And so different reasons, whatever the Lord knows. Um, but we know the healer. Understand, we know the healer. He heals. It's who he is. It's not what he does. It's who he is. It's who he is. Amen. So could we agree together right now for Brother Joel's knee that the Lord would reach to him and minister and that all of God's plan and purpose would be accomplished in that. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We agree together right now. You said if any were sick to call for the elders, Brother Joel has reached out and asked in faith for prayer. We tonight in agreement pray. We call upon the name that is above every name, the precious and powerful name of Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, that you in your sovereign power would reach 
to Brother Joel's knee that you would do a work there, that your purpose in all of this would be realized, that you would be glorified through it, that you would be magnified in the process, a living testimony of the goodness and healing power of the Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. In your name we pray. We pray the word of God. We pray the stripes of the Lord Jesus. And we pray the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And, and then finally this evening, I know we don't always do it this way. It's just how I feel like tonight it's important. Um, I would like us to pray together for Pedro and Maria Guzman. Um, they are, as, as you are aware, I think we've shared... Sorry, pardon me just a moment here. I just got a message from Joel, Brother Joel Garcia, so I thought, oh, man, God's working fast right now. Amen. He said thank you. So maybe they're watching. I don't know. Um, you're welcome if he is. Oh, we're not recording yet, so he's not. He's just in the spirit with us. Amen. Praise God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Um. They are, as we've shared, Brother Pedro and Sister Maria Guzman are going back and forth between Italy and Ireland. And the Lord is opening doors in Ireland. Um, we may take some time on Sunday and share some of the reports with the body. Uh, we know many have given. Uh, we took a special offering and many give consistently or along the journey through the course of the year. And so thank you for that. Uh, they are involved in apostolic ministry. And... Uh, but uh, they are weighing, they, they have a, they live, they have a place in Italy. Uh, now, if you're sitting here going, man, I wish I had a place in Italy. Um, the place that they live in Italy is probably about the size of right here. No exaggeration. About this big. It acts as a living room, a bedroom, uh, an all-function place. And where they have been staying when they're going to Ireland, uh, they found a place with student housing, and they were able to get a room when they're there inexpensively. They are frugal. They are good stewards of anything and everything that they receive. Uh, so I share that so you know when you do give, they're not over there touring the Italian countryside. And I'm telling you, they are every day that they live, they are walking the streets and reaching people. Uh, they probably walk some days. Uh, well, I was I was uh, FaceTiming with them one day, and they had already walked, if I'm remembering right, 30 kilometers that day. Uh, that's about 12 and a half miles, and they just walk everywhere. They've been in they've been in Europe for 13 years. They've never owned a car. Since they've been there. Buses are walking. When I went and visited them the first time many years ago. We walked for two and a half hours. I'd been on planes for 17 hours. I was not excited about walking for two. I mean I wanted to be up. I didn't want to be sitting in a seat. But anyway. But I'd like us to pray. They are, they are looking for a place that is permanent. Uh, that they would have. They would keep their place in Italy, but they would also look for a place there in Ireland. And they're waiting on the mind of the Lord for whether to be in the city or in a place out of the city. They have open doors in both constantly. Um, but they're just waiting on the mind of God. Matter of fact, I know that Brother Pedro and Sister Maria, are, they are personally setting aside tomorrow, fasting, waiting on God and making this decision. And so I'd like us to pray for the Lord to divinely direct their steps. All right? To divinely direct their steps to where they're supposed to be. Where they should be. This is the word that comes to mind. Where they should be domiciled. I don't know why that word comes into my mind. For this season. Okay? Where they should be. So could we agree together right now? 
and pray for the Lord to direct their steps and make it plain. Jesus, you're the source of every good gift and every perfect gift. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would minister to and guide and direct the feet of Brother Pedro and Sister Maria Guzman. We know that they are the servants of the Most High God sent by you. I pray that you make their path straight, make the door open clearly where you would have them to be, where you would have them to live for the purposes intended, the gospel that they preach. I pray direct them, direct them, grant them favor. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Continue to bear them up in prayer. Continue to hold them up. And the Lord is doing great things there. And we'll continue to hear reports. Amen? This morning, um, why don't you grab your Bible, if you would, with me. Um. This morning, as I was heading out of town, uh, I've worked out of town all day. As I was heading out of town, uh, I paused and I, I sent a message to Brother Ethan, who has been working out of town all week, and just said, hey, uh, when, you're, when you're heading back home this afternoon, uh, knowing he was getting off work on the west side and then coming straight back to the church to get here in time, I said, would you uh, just wait on the Lord? I think I'd like to start with worship tonight. That was all I said. And, uh, and that was just a, a little nudge I felt heading out of town myself this morning working. And uh, I got here a few minutes before he did tonight. I drove back into town. And uh, I say that to say, I, I believe that we have the mind of God tonight. And you'll understand this when you consider the worship that we offered to the Lord and where we're going to go here. I did not converse with him, but I appreciate his sensitivity to the Holy Ghost in leading us there in worship. Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. Some of you... If you've been around here a little bit, you know that sooner or later, you and I are going to have a conversation somewhere along the way, and you're going to get pieces and parts of something that somewhere down the line you're going to hear here in Bible study or you're going to hear on a Sunday. It's just the way the Lord works with me. He puts something in my spirit, and it just sort of, I don't know what the word I'm looking at, marinates there in my spirit a little bit, and the Lord keeps dealing with me about it, and I'll go to prayer, and he keeps talking, and it keeps turning in my spirit, and... and uh, I'd say probably a lot of that that happens you may never hear, but oftentimes in our conversations you may hear something that the Lord's been talking to me about, and over time because He continues, like uh, you hear it here. So some of you pieces of this you will have maybe heard over the last couple three months. Exodus chapter thirty-three. We find. I want us to read verse eleven. And then we're going to skip down a ways. We find the man Moses. And the Bible says to me, this is an amazing scripture. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. I don't know what that does for you. But for me, that tells me there's a depth of relationship with God. I mean, do, do you see that? The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Whew. Now, skip down. Verse 13. 
Uh, you know what? Let's just keep reading. Verse 12. Go to verse 12. I'm sorry, Brother Jerry. I'm making you go back. And so they're talking. Verse 12. And Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, and you have not let me know whom you'll send with me. Yet you said, I know you by name, and you've also found grace in my sight. So he's telling the Lord what the Lord's told him. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I've found grace in your sight, show me your way that I may know you, that I might find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. Verse 14, the Lord said, my presence shall go with you. And I will give you rest. Isn't that beautiful? Look at the promise of the Lord. My presence shall go with you. Somebody hear that tonight. My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Verse 15, Moses responds and said to him, If your presence doesn't go with me, then don't carry us up hence. In other words, Lord, I'm not going without you. Verse 16, For wherein shall it be known here that I and your people have found grace in your sight? Is it not in that that you go with us? This is going to be the testimony wherever we go. That when God's with us, we've got grace in his sight. So shall we be separated, I and your people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Now I just want to say this in verse 16. We're not going to talk about this tonight, but I feel like I want to pause. I want you to see this. This is a principle of the word of God. And Moses understood it leading the children of Israel. Wherein shall it be known here that I and your people have found grace in your sight? Is it not in that thou go with us? So shall we be separated. Everybody say separated. I and your people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Moses understood and declared in conversation with God, the people of God will be separate from all the other people of the earth. He wasn't meaning like, we have nothing to do with anybody else. We have this elite mentality. We, that's not what he was talking about. He meant, we're not like every other nation. We don't commingle with every other nation. We don't just mix and mix. We are separated unto God. You know, that means, that's what the word holy means. Separated unto God. That's what it means to be holy. All right, so we're reading on. Verse 17, and the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing also that you've spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, and Moses responded, I beseech you, show me your glory. It's almost like Moses was building up the courage to get that out. Show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. You see in this conversation? We're not even where I'm trying to get to yet. But I wanted you to see the context of this communication between God and man. A man that had a depth of relationship. And the Lord continues in verse 20. And he said, you cannot see my face. For there shall no man see me and live. Now this is what I want us to notice tonight. Verse 21. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me. I want to say that again. The Lord said, Behold, or look, notice, pay attention. Moses, there's a place by me. 
I'm getting ready to reveal something to you, Moses, you haven't seen yet. There's a place I have, Moses. It's a place by me. I don't know if you feel what I feel in this room right now. I want to be in that place. Would you pray with me right now before we go any further? I feel the Holy Ghost telling some of you tonight. Do you hear the word of the Lord? There is a place by me. You're looking for something. You're looking for an answer. You're looking for peace. You're looking for deeper relationship in the Lord. You're, you're trying to find some answers. I'm telling you what the Word of God says. There is a place by me, the Lord said. There's a place you and I can go. There's a place, I believe, reserved of God. He said, it's by me. If there's anywhere I want to be, Lord, it's by you. It's in that place by you. Lord, it doesn't matter what the house looks like. It doesn't matter what city. As long as I'm by you, I want to know and find and live in that place by you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. There is a place by me, the Lord said to Moses. Turn with me to the book of Psalms. Go with me to the 91st Psalm, if you would, please. Familiar, I know, to many of us, but I believe we may get Believing the Holy Ghost to give us revelation here in this tonight. Psalm 91 and verse 1. Notice the words of the psalmist. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There is a secret place. Notice the wording here that's used. It's the secret place of the Most High. This is not changing the context of Scripture at all. It could read like this. He that dwells in the Most High's secret place. Shall. That's a definitive. That's a promise. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If you and I can get in this place, this secret place of the Most High, we have a promise from the Word of God. That we will be abiding under God's shadow. I want to read further. Notice what the writer says. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. A refuge is a place that someone can live or dwell or abide. A fortress is a place someone can live or dwell or abide. I think far too often, if we're not careful, what we try to do is we, we want a place with God, a place with the Lord Jesus Christ, but we want it more to be a place where I come and go, sort of like a beach house. I don't know why that came to mind. Maybe because of the Rodriguez and Guardados have been at the beach. I don't know. That's just what came to mind. Right? You know, it's convenient to go. I enjoy it so much. But I can't stay there. I got to go. Well, it's not that way with God. There is a place that you and I can go in Him that we can dwell there. Notice that's what the Word said in verse 1. He that 
dwelleth. Dwelleth speaks of staying there. It speaks of where you live. It's not some place you visit. It's some place you live. And I feel the Holy Ghost is trying to take us to a place where it says, hey, I'm not wanting you to just visit. There's a place I have reserved in me for you where I'd like you to live. John 15 comes to mind. If you'll abide in me and my word abides in you, then you'll ask what you will and it will be done. Another place in scripture comes to mind here is we're saying that the Lord Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. God has prepared a place for every one of us that is in him. A place that you and I can be by him. Where we're never walking going, I wonder where God is. No, I'm in a place with him. It's a place prepared for me. My relationship can go in a manner and in a way where this place reserved for me and me alone with God. Moses, even in the depth of relationship he had with God, when he asked to see God's glory, the Lord said, Moses, there's a place by me. Moses, whom he talked with face to face like a friend. Moses, even yet, there's a place by me you haven't been yet. There is a depth of relationship in God where you and I can live and abide in him. You can go to work. And be in that place. You can go to bed at night. And be in that place. You can get up in the morning. Get in your car and head down the road. And you can be in that place. Where you are in him. It's not just reserved for. When there's a deep move of God. And a gathering together in prayer. There is a place that he has reserved. You and I just have to determine, I want to be in that place more than I want to be any other place in my life. There is an invitation from the Lord to whosoever will. There is an invitation from the Lord to whosoever will. In Jesus' name. Now watch, I want to read further quickly. Verse 3. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Now I want you to understand... Verses, these other verses all hinge on that first verse. It's based on where we dwell. It's based on where we dwell. Verses 3, 4, 5, 6 that we're going to read down through here, they are a product or a result of verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place. Sometimes we go, well, I read this, but it doesn't feel that way in my life. And so the question comes, am I dwelling in the secret place with the Most High? Or am I stepping out and doing my own thing, living in my own way, living in my own place, and therefore I'm not reaping the benefits that are found in dwelling in the secret place of the Most High? Verse 3, He'll deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. How is this possible? Because someone found a place. A place in the Lord Jesus Christ. A place of dwelling in Him. Not visiting, 
not coming once or twice a week to check in, but dwelling and abiding in him. Verse 8, only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. And by the way, reward there is not a good word. A reward is what you get for what you've done. And so when it says the reward of the wicked, that's not a positive thing. All right? But only with your eyes shall you behold it. In other words, the judgment of the Lord will come on the wicked, and you may be present, but it won't touch you, but you'll see it. Only with your eyes you'll see it. That's what he's talking about. You bearing witness with the word of God tonight? Now watch. How is all this possible? Verse 9. Because. Everybody say because. Say it again. Because. Because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. You've made the Lord your habitation. You've made him your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. For he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Praise God. Turn with me to the book of Acts. We'll finish here tonight. Acts 17, verse 22. We find the Apostle Paul in Greece, in Athens, on Mars Hill, specifically there in Athens. Verse 22. Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. Now, what that word there literally means is religious. You're too religious. And then he explains his, a little more of his thought, verse 23. For as I passed by and I beheld your devotions. So they were having devotions. Different ones were having devotions. As I beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription. To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Now watch his declaration of this unknown God to them. But Paul, he wasn't unknown to God. Or to Paul. This is his declaration. Verse 24. God that made the world and all things therein. Seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth. Dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither is he worshipped with men's hands. As though he needed anything. Seeing he gives to all life and breath and all things. Verse 26. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. And hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Why has he done all this? Verse 37. That they, everybody say they. That's us. Mankind. All blood created. All nation created of one blood. That they should seek the Lord. If haply or if perhaps they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. We sang that song, He is Near. Let me know that you are near. He's not far from every one of us. People may think, man, I'm so far from God. But according to the word, he's not far from every one of us. Why? Verse 40 or 28. Notice. 
Paul said, for in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. We are his offspring. Anybody know where your kids are at? Not far from every one of you parents. Some of you let them get a little too far sometimes, but I did the same thing when mine were little, and I'm like, where'd they go? Not far from, verse 29. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. In the time of this ignorance, God winked at. But now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. What ignorance is he talking about? He's talking about the ignorance of religiosity that put God in temples made with hands. The ignorance of their religious tradition that had altars who they didn't know the God and they were just try- so they were trying to get him to come to their you know Greece is filled with all these different temples. Different gods, different temples for every god and it was their ignorance but he was saying, "Hey, God winked at your ignorance at the time, but he's not doing that anymore. It's time for you to repent. I'm here declaring to you this God that you're worshiping that you don't know. His name is Jesus. And he doesn't dwell in temples made with hands. Right? we got to understand the context. He was in Athens. He was on Mars Hill, which is a very significant place where there's all these different temples to different gods. And he said, he doesn't dwell in temples made with hands. You can keep building them. He's not coming there. He wants to dwell in you. He wants to live in you. He wants to make you his place of abode. But he also wants you to know that you can live in him. And you can move in him. In him we live and we move and we have our being. Why? Because we are his offspring. We came out of him and he's allowing us to come back and abide in him. Someone please hear what I feel the compelling drawing of the spirit expressing to us. There is a place in him that is reserved for you and I where we can live every moment of our life. It is a place of abiding, a place of dwelling, a place where we move and where we have our being in him, in him. Would you stand with me tonight? For the hungry, for the searching, for the desirous, there's a place. There is a place. This altar's open to you tonight. There is a place. He hasn't made it difficult to find. He's not. He's inviting you to a place, a place of dwelling, a place of abiding. It won't fix every circumstance of life, but it'll change your perspective on every circumstance of life. It won't take away every pain or pressure or problem, but it'll change your perspective on every one of them. It is a secret place in him. It's reserved for you. He who is no respecter of persons, he who is no respecter of persons, there is a place in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we desire to make you our...
habitation. We desire to dwell in you, in you. Come on, I don't know what you're searching for that you think is what you need, but please hear the word of the Lord. What you and I long for truly in our soul is that place that can only be satisfied in him, in him. There's a place by me. The Lord is telling you there's a place by me. It may start for some in a place of repentance. Repentance for moving in and out, in and out, in and out, spiritually speaking. In and out. The Holy Ghost is inviting us to dwell in that place, to abide there, to habitate there, to live there. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. secret place of the most high it's where I abide it's where I abide more and more I long to be by your side that's where I hide that's where I hide In the secret place of the Most High It's where I abide It's where I abide More and more I long to be by your side that's where i hide that's where i hide i desire you in all i do my soul thirsts for you I give my all to you forever, oh my worship, oh my praise, I give my all, I give my all, oh my worship, oh my praise I give my all I give my all
In the secret place of the most high It's where I abide It's where I abide More and more I long to be by your side That's where I hide that's where I hide In the secret place of the Most High It's where I abide It's where I abide More and more I long to be by your side That's where I hide That's where I hide I desire you In all I do My soul thirsts for you I give my all to you forever. Oh, my worship, oh, my praise. I give my all, I give my all. Oh, my worship. Oh, my praise, I give my all, I give my all. Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your holy name. Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your holy name. Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your holy name. Oh, my worship, oh, my praise, I give my all, I give my all. Oh, my worship. Oh, my praise, I give my all, I give my all. Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your holy name. Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your name, Lord, I praise your holy name.
Hallelujah. I'm reminded of the place in Scripture where Nehemiah went to build the wall. And Sanballat and Tobiah came. They opposed the will of God. And they kept, they kept trying to get Nehemiah and the people to come down from the work they were doing. Just, just pause for a bit and come out here and talk with us. Come, come, talk, come talk with us. You don't have to be that committed to something. Just step away. You know, the adversary will try to get us to, he doesn't mind people being religious. He just doesn't want us to start abiding in him. He doesn't want us to start abiding. And usually the, the challenge to abiding is distraction. Distraction. I, I finally... I'm as human as you are, obviously. I finally had to get to where when I get up in the morning, whenever that is, whenever I wake up, I finally had to get to where I just set my alarm. That's You know, I've said I haven't used an alarm for 20-something years. Well, I use one now, but I use it once I'm already awake. I've had to take my phone. I may wake up at 3.30 or 4.30 in the morning, whatever and you know how it works when you go to your place of prayer is thoughts will come, oh, I better check that. He's just trying to take you away from a place of abiding in him. So if I had to get to where I just set my alarm, when I get up and go like, you know what, I got X number of hours or however long, set my alarm and put it over there. I may finish before, and then I'll get up. But I'm not going to let something pull me away from dwelling or abiding in Him. And you and I are never going to be in that place of dwelling and abiding in Him without a place of constant fellowship with Him and communion with Him in prayer. Starts in a place of prayer. Right? I mean, we read it there at the outset in Exodus. Moses was talking with God. That's prayer. God was talking with Moses. That's prayer. And in prayer, the Lord said, hey, there's a place by me. Come here. That happens in prayer. You want to find that place and dwell there and abide there? I promise you won't find it on Netflix. Shocker, I know. Won't find it on YouTube. Not saying everything on YouTube is bad. We're on YouTube. You'll find it in a place of prayer and in His Word. So what you have witnessed in the Spirit of God reaching and inviting you tonight, when we walk out of here, may it stay in our spirit so we go, I want to find that place. It's in you, Lord. You're not hiding it from me. We're not trying to find it like he hid it from us. We're just trying to go there rather than all the other places, our mind and our Emotion and everything else would go. I'm just going to go in Him. You read Psalm 91 a few times through the week. You're like, yep, that's where I want to live. Yep, that's where I want to live. Amen. Abiding in Him. Amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you for being here in the house of the Lord. Thank you for your openness to the Word of God. May you say hello and greet somebody in Jesus' name. You're dismissed.